You're listening to the AdCast. This is the this, this is the AdCast. All right, guys, it's Eric here with the Ad the Ad the Ad the AdCast. Ad, ad Three things that you need anytime you're doing a campaign: budget, media, and message. It's very, 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 very important. You're listening to the AdCast. All right, everybody, I want to welcome you to the AdCast. Uh, I want to tell you a little bit about my guest today. His name is Mr. Harlan Schillinger, and he definitely needs no introduction at all. And I will tell you, it is such a privilege to be able to speak to him today uh, and a privilege to know him. And I look forward to a long friendship with this gentleman. Uh, he needs no introduction, like I said. He's one of the first to have ever done it. Uh, he's one of the first who have ever had uh, a produced television ad, and he began this back in the late 70s, and he's still burning stages today. He's such a trailblazer. So when it comes to legal marketing and advertising, this gentleman is the godfather. He is. You know, James Brown's the godfather of soul. Harlan, you're the godfather of legal marketing and advertising. He's worked with over 130 firms in over 100 markets, so trust me, there's nothing that you could say to Harlan that he has not heard or nothing he has not seen. Does that make any sense at all to you, Harlan? Um, well, it does, but I'm going to make two corrections. Okay, <clears throat> awesome. My, let my, my last name is Schillinger. Everybody mispronounces it and says Schillinger. Uh -huh. So you're just one of everybody, <laughs> uh, although you're not. You're special. And uh, the Godfather thing, I don't know how to handle that. Uh, I just kind of go with it. Uh, I started legal advertising in 1978. I put my first television commercials on then, 78, 79. Mm -hmm. And so I guess that was the first. Uh, Len Jacoby was really the very, very first person. He was on before the Bates decision. And uh, Len, of course, is a very dear friend and uh, still a very good client of my, uh, my old agency. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So like I said, Harlan continues to burn stages. He's also authored some books as well, and also he's a mentor to others, so everyone just give a round of applause to Mr. Harlan. Uh, I appreciate you so much for making some time, and what we're going to do is we're going to just dive right into it. I just want us to have this conversation. What, what we're going through, what we're going through and what we're seeing right now, especially in the legal community, is something that a lot of firms have never seen before, and truthfully, we're in some unprecedented times, and we're in this is history and we've seen things kind of fall off the cliff in a matter of weeks it's not like 2008 2009 where there was a slow decline so harlan if if you had a client coming to you right now what would you say like what are the number one things that you would say to a client right now to describe the times that we're in well let's let's uh why don't we get into what i am saying to my clients uh and it's it's uh You've got a you've got two types of, of clients. You have clients that that are running scared, and you have clients that are running strong. And we are on unprecedented times. There has never been a, a history that I'm aware of, you know, that we we've had to, you know, uh, deal with what we're doing. I mean, we're all locked up in our homes, mm -hmm. uh, so everybody had to remove uh, move to a remote situation. The uh, the scary money is panicking. 
Scary money is people that are saying, oh, the, the world is falling apart. I can't. I have to slash my expenses. I have to go get rid of people, you know, blah, blah, blah. You know the, you know the drill. Yeah. Uh, the steady money are people that really understand what's going on here uh, and understand that what we're in right now is a, is a, is a, uh, a difficult journey. But what's going to hit you today? Uh, the reason uh, with without cars, uh, you know, on the street, without you know, people getting into accidents, your intake, there's no question, is down. Mm-hmm. But your inventory is not down. True. The cases that you're working are not down. The insurance agencies, insurance companies are not down. In fact, my clients are settling cases right now for higher value than they thought they would get because the insurance industry wants to settle these cases. Now I'm making a general statement. So it right. depends on what, you know, what, what agency that you're working with, you know, what, what company you're working with, but they want to settle and they want to settle with a good write-off and they want to get these off the books and, and they're not hassling this week. Now every week is going to change. Mm-hmm. So really that puts us in an interesting frame of mind. What I tell clients and what I've said on other podcasts is, is settle your cases, settle in, settle, settle your cases, work very hard. The the uh, the reality is is that people that are working for law firms right now seem to be digging in and appreciating the paycheck that they're getting. Right, and so that's a plus. What's going to happen in the future, in ten months, eleven months, twelve months, is the lack of calls right now is going to catch up to us mm-hmm. but we've got a very strong period of time to adjust to that and not adjust in a panicky way but you know seriously you know make strong uh you know suggestions that will uh not suggestions excuse me plans that will um that we can adjust to and really that's the crux of where we're at right now right uh, you know everybody can you know debate it in six different ways uh, I'm on a number of uh, conference calls with, uh, you know, with clients and their friends and what have you. And, you know, there's one firm in Kentucky that probably one of the largest advertisers, they cut 90% of their workforce. Well, how are you going to settle cases with nobody there? Right. I think that's panic advertising, a panic, you know, advertising moves. And, and, and that's really in the crux of it again, you know, where we're at. So now let's just say like the firm who cut 90% of their spend right now. There may be some firms that that have to say, you know what, I have to keep the lights on. So, so how do you advise them when they have this situation? Like, you know what, um, I got to keep my lights on, or I know that I'm going to pay for this down the road by still not being strong, like you say. Well, you got to focus on your files. You have to focus on your settlements. You have to focus on on the business at hand. That has not changed. Mm-hmm. It gives you a great opportunity, actually, to work harder on those files make stronger demands and keep your cash uh, flow right. going. And that's really, uh, really the most important thing I'm going to say today. One of the things that, you know, when you and I spoke earlier, we said strategy is important, right? That, and that's, and, and I, I agree with you a hundred percent on that. Do you feel like a lot of firms just, they just go with it and they don't have like a strategy and, and, what do you tell your clients before you do anything? I mean, what well, should they be looking at? Well, a strategy is important. In fact, I believe that's what I am now, a strategist. Uh, and I don't want to be called a consultant. I'm right. certainly not, you know, a, uh, you know, an ad agency any longer. 
but I'm a strategist. I'm a consigliere. And you have to have a strategy in everything that you do, whether it's bringing your kids up or whether it's going to the grocery store. You got a strategy. When you walk in the mm-hmm. store, you know where you're going to begin and you know where you're going to end. Mm-hmm. And so strategy is really important. I think in the financial world, they call it a pro forma. But a strategist, a strategy right now is 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 really, uh, Eric, very imperative. So messaging, right? Let's just say if we have the strategy, right, when we talked about being scared or being strong, is it important right now for you to change your messaging? Is it important for you to still remain, let's just say if, oh, I'm the heavy hitter, is it still good for you to continue with that or just kind of message with empathy for the times that you're in now? Well, let's let's talk about the times that we're in now, right? So, uh, number one, you have a brand. Your brand is what people think of you when you're out of the room. Mm-hmm. Your brand is what people see. Brand is what people uh, respond to. And then you have the tactics. The tactics are the messages. Mm-hmm. I don't think that you're going to change your brand because uh, unless you want to change your personality, and I do believe that some people are under pressure, mm-hmm. but. Let's say you have your brand in place. Keep that brand. And yes, you have to alter, You have to have a different message. The, the message or an alternate message, the message is compassion. The message is acknowledgement. Uh, I think we're at a point right now, Eric, that, you know, everybody's kind of sick of hearing C-19. Yeah. And everybody's sending emails. Everybody's bombarding it. So you have to stay on task with the message. Last week, we announced, everybody announced, we're open. We're, okay. we're here to do business. I think you have to have that as a consistent message. But you got to shift a bit. Mm-hmm. You know, this is a new world. Live in the new world. And your messaging should re- really reflect that. It, it's, you said the new world. And um, it, it almost reminds me of something that I, 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 was, I read. And I also wrote something on this about um, the Ford Model T. Right. And then you got the Ford Mustang today, two totally different things. Same same brand, but you just do it different today. Do, well, do you, they both have four wheels. Yep. They, they both, both have an engine. <laughs> right. And they both were designed to uh, to to, uh, you know, uh, tra- for transportation. Mm-hmm. Ford, you know, that's their brand. You know, the Ford, you know, you, it's interesting you bring that up, but Ford hasn't really changed their brand. It's, it is Ford. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though they're they're owned by you know by uh, by Mercedes, uh, th- their core brand, but their messaging has always changed. Look, changing messages is not a is is a good thing. That's keeping yourself fresh in front of people. Mm-hmm. But establish your brand. So now, speaking of brand, I want to take a break and I want to come back and I want to talk about how you can come out of this and emerge as the king, like you said during our call, our call the other day. All right, so I'm going to take a break, and this is the AdCast. When all eyes are on you, make it count. From audio and video to graphic design and more, Craft Creative can do it all. We don't make commercials. We craft creative. See what we can do for you at wecraftcreative.com. Live from VIP Marketing Studio, this is the AdCast. Okay, we're going to jump right back into it. Harlan, I'm going to come back and I'm going to talk to you about uh, emerging as the king. After well, yeah, uh, you know, look, in, in diverse times, during the Depression, in downturn economy, 
you know, strong brands make the biggest stride because it's the least expensive way to take market share because your competitors are sitting beside, uh, you know, the road, Mm -hmm. they're off the road and uh, you have a a clear, now you have to have a strategy and you have to have cash flow and you have to have an understanding of what you're going to do. Let's say you don't have a nickel, you know, how does a lawyer really, you know, come out of this? The first thing is it's imperative for you to call every client, hold their hand, tell them that you're here, tell them that their cases are safe. And doing that on a weekly basis, I think, is the way to go. Mm-hmm. Because the best case that's going to walk into your office is through a referral. Look, you and I book a lot, have booked a lot of airtime in our lives. Mm-hmm. You're still doing it. Uh, I'm still supervising it. The best case that comes into your office is through referral. So your clients refer business. How you approach them, how you deal with them, how compassionate you are, how will you communicate with them right now is your greatest asset. Mm-hmm. It could also be your greatest foe uh, if you think that you're kidding yourself and you don't have to communicate with people. You know, some people say, well, I'm not going to call my clients. I don't have the time to do that. That's absolutely nonsense. Would you rather get a telephone call from your lawyer or would you rather get an email? Emails are cold. Emails are insensitive. They're not personal. They look canned. They are what they are. They're emails. Mm-hmm. You've got to really bond with your clients. That is how you're going to come at, uh, out of this in an emerging manner. You know, if you, if you can afford, which you should be able to afford to maintain your messaging on television, radio, your paid media, uh, your internet, continue to do that. Adjust the message. I have a client that is taking a huge initiative with the with the Red Cross, you know, uh, uh, gathering blood. Uh, they're doing a campaign hand in hand with the Red Cross. They were so eager, uh, and uh, and he's taking I think twenty or thirty percent of his uh, his airtime uh, and donating it to, uh, you know, to uh, you know to the cause. Right. So you're absolutely keeping yourself in front of people. But let me just touch on on the media for a second. Okay. Look. This, question everybody is renegotiating their rates i mean that's a fact you know rates are dropping uh between uh 30 and 40 percent that's oh, yeah. about an average. And, and and sometimes i've seen things even today more than that probably yeah. yes mm-hmm. but what does that what does that do for you that allows you to buy more airtime really or be, have more exposure you know look at the battlefield right now you know, look at look at the way uh, your, your your market is and the competitors. You know, half of your market, half of your competitors are are are, are panicking. They're they're uh, they're scared. Do you want to join them or do you want to f- emerge? You know, stronger than them. Yeah. I and mean, that's the mentality that you have to have. It's it's pretty simple. The only way that you're going to maintain that mentality is to work your cases, so your cash flow comes in. Now, Harlan, when you, you you talked about some of the media stuff, um, when you began advertising back in you know the the late seventies, and and you've and you've always progressed, and now you have this monster that is uh, social media, and I think some people they look at Facebook as like some social platform, but Facebook is an ad platform. Um, it allows people and brands to be a little more intimate with the market, their their future clients. 
Do you think law firms are taking social media serious now, or do they still see it as uh, it's just one thing we need to check off the list to have? Does it come up a lot in your discussions? Back in 1996, uh, Nordy Fricky and I presented the internet to our clients, network affiliates. And I remember he and I walked out of the room and uh, we were disgusted. You know, we, 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 we said that, uh, you know, these guys are not getting it. It's here. They have to get it. They, had, mm. they, they rejected being uh, early adapters, uh, most of them anyway. Right. And they had to play catch up. Look, social media is a fact of life. The reason it's the second or third, you know, most profitable company in the planet you know, with 3 billion users is because they sell media, not because they pass messages from your grandmother or your, your sister mm-hmm. and you have you know, funny posts. It's because they're selling media right. and they're selling media and they're growing because it's working. It is here to stay. Uh, I am a very big believer, uh, Eric, of, of early adoption. You know, he who adopts early goes through the curve quicker yeah. and they stay ahead. I mean, right now, social media is uh, is an anomaly for most people. You know, we, we're all trying to figure it out. We're all trying to figure out what it is. Um, I think you have to start with not only being social, but understanding, you know, the reality of exactly what it is. Look, the last election was one on social media, and this election will be one on social media. That's, that's interesting you said that. I think I told you that I went to a conference in, in Las Vegas, and they talked about purchasing one of the making one of the largest political purchases on uh like facebook and they talked about how like hillary clinton's campaign ran like fifty-seven thousand ads and they ran 6.6 million ads and they were able to a b test and and actually uh do custom audiences and they out marketed her almost and there was a time where television was the be all end all if you wanted to win a political campaign you had to be on television and now it's like if you want to win a political campaign you have to include social media so do law firms do they do you think i know you and i were early adopters of it but do you think the firms are taking it serious and they're using that app that ad platform the way that they should well two different questions uh i do think that a lot of law firms are taking it serious seriously Mm-hmm. Um, majority are not because they don't know what to do. Right. Uh, ad agencies don't really know what to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we're kind of treating this as uh, sheep. You know, we'll, we'll just do what the next guy does. Quite right. frankly, unfortunately, most advertisers, that's their mentality. You know, there are very few people that take, uh, you know, take the initiative and break out and do their own thing. Uh, if you take a look at what Brown and Crouppen is doing in St. Louis, that's groundbreaking mm-hmm. on how they're managing and doing their social media. Take a look at Mike Morse um, up in Detroit. He is a groundbreaker, you know, with so with with uh, you know with social media because he what he's doing is he's being social, he's being entertaining, and he's allowing himself to be humanized. Social media uh, is is one of the greatest tools to humanize you. It mm-hmm. gives you an opportunity to do a lot of different things. If you're going to stick to evergreen posting, which is you know, generic posting, you know, what to do if you're in a car accident in Kalamazoo. Uh, people aren't interested in that. What they're interested in is video content. They're interested in knowing who you are and seeing kind of your antics. And I think that's where lawyers fall short. They 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 don't get it. And yeah. the agency, you know, social media is very difficult for an agency in one city to manage, 
when their client is in another city because they don't know the intimacy, they don't know the personnel, they can't make it personal. I really think the strongest approach you can have is somebody internally that understands social media that can you know, continue to drum up social content that's relevant and, and humanizing. Yeah. Uh, a good example of that is John Berry in Omaha. You know, John has uh, got a, a mega practice. He's one of the biggest uh, vet, uh, veterans affairs firms in the country, uh, criminal. I mean, his phone's ringing off the hook right now. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean that. I'm, I'm not just saying that. I looked at his intake yesterday and uh, with him. And, and the truth of it is he's understanding social, the social platform. Because social platforms is validation. It's just so many things. Mm-hmm. You, you know, the, the one thing about social that I, I really do like and I, why I love is that you're not beholden to the 15 seconds or 30 seconds of the media. You know what I mean? If it takes you 49 seconds to deliver that message, you can do it in 49 seconds uh, or or two minutes. Now you have that opportunity to be able to talk about that brand. Uh, that that you are talk about really what you can do and what you will do for your clients. Uh, that's that's one reason why I really love it. You can really get a chance to tell the whole story. Well, think about this. You know, you know, you 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 are an expert at producing television commercials and, and running your agency. But think about this: you send a, a you bring a client into a studio. It's all a very controlled environment. You have a, an exact count of words that's going to you know, simulate to a, a 30 second commercial. You have to be precise. You have, how many times do you do it over and over and over yeah. just to get that timing. And so with social media, all of that's out the window. As, and you just said it, I'm only repeating what you just said, Eric. Mm-hmm. It's, it, 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 it's, a, it's the most humanizing opportunity that you have in the world right now and you have to take advantage of it. I agree. I agree. Harlan, I know you you have a, a hard stop today. You're a very busy person. And w- what I admire now is a lot of folks are actually reaching out to you now. And, and they're asking you for your advice. And you're giving your advice. And some of the things that I've read, even online, people say, when Harlan speaks, you listen. When Harlan speaks, you listen. So how, how does Harlan, uh, how do you stay in tuned? Uh, like, for, for example, you talked about John Barry. I mean, you're, you're constantly talking to people. You're, constant, you're entrenched in this stuff. So how do you stay up to date? How do you, how do you stay, not, not relevant because you're relevant, but how do you stay on top of everything? Well, what you're asking is how do I learn what to do? In a nutshell. Well, first of all, I, I, I do have a lot of relationships that I keep in touch with. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't wake up in the morning and you come up with all these ideas. You look at the, where the market is. You look at opportunities. Uh, I attend a lot of conferences. I speak at a lot of conferences. Um, that, that's, I love to deal with vendors because vendors, I believe, are some of the smartest people in the world uh, because they're, they're, they're the innovators. They come up with their product. Uh, you know, many vendors have their own agenda so that, you know, this is their product. This is how it fits. But you have to pay attention to what everybody is doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you came on the scene. I paid attention to what you're doing. I looked at some of the things that you're doing that make sense. And so I'm learning from you. I'm constantly learning something new every day. I really don't appreciate when somebody says to me, 
well, you know everything. Well, I don't know anything. Every day is a new opportunity. You know, I was taught, my dad taught me, learn something new every day in your life. And I I never, ever forgot that. I'm going to learn something new today. Uh, But I do my homework. And I think I talk to people that are intelligent about what they're doing. I also look outside the legal industry. I've always said, if you want to do great legal marketing, don't look at another lawyer. Look at another business. Man, uh, you, you hit the nail on the head, Harlan. You, you hit the nail on the head. You know, with your business, I mean, you do a lot of automotive. I mean, if you really want to understand intake on the internet side, what better product understands and has mastered intake on the digital side than the automotive? The first thing they did was to divide the sales force. Okay, yes. we're going to have the backroom guys that are going to deal with everybody that's looking for a car. Yep. And they're going to be specialists on how to talk to people, mm-hmm. how to lure them in, how to sell on the internet. It's not the same as answering a telephone call. That's true. And in fact, with my dear, dear friend, Glenn Lerner, what we did in his office is we separated in Chicago. We separated the digital leads from the television leads. Well, what happened? His conversions went up. Yeah. Because he had a more intelligent, more focused, more intelligent uh, conversation with people. You know, we talked about that too on 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 how the automotive industry reminds me so much of the legal industry. And like you just said, it's a great way to kind of dovetail it. So you, you just brought up uh, Mr. Lerner. How, how is it with firms that actually don't keep up with where their leads are coming from? Do you... Do you think it's important for them or it's vital for them to say, you need to keep track of what you're spending and also where your leads are coming from so you're not throwing money out the window? Well, let's just cut to the chase there. I know we're kind of getting tight on time, but intake and conversion is the biggest hole in everybody's bucket. There is not one of your clients or my clients or any person out there, office out there, that can't improve their intake. You know, I trademark what you don't know you don't know. And what that really means is we know what cases you signed, but you may not know where your calls are coming from, what, what, where your metrics are coming from. You know, to, to, to run your business on, on, on cases that you sign up is myoptic. That's only one portion of it. Don't you want to convert more, you know, by having metrics in place. And I guess it's no uh, secret that I own lead docket, Mm -hmm. which the leading piece of software right now in the country for intake and conversion because it's simple Uh, not to give a sales pitch to them but you should take a look at it or take a look at some of the other systems that are on the market have a system in place is the bottom line Uh, it'll change your life 20 30 percent 40 percent increases in your business from what you don't know when i started working with glenn in chicago we uh, completely uh, got him into his uh, his uh, software that was sitting on the shelf uh, rearranged intake, and uh, his business went from about 180 cases a month to 300, and he cut the media budget by 100 grand a month. Wow. Now, I think that's a pretty, pretty uh, stellar uh, turnaround. And what what it was all about was not throwing more money at the media, but by converting more leads, things that fall through the cracks, communicating with intake and conversion. I think Salesforce is one of the biggest pieces of software on the market. It didn't get that way because it doesn't help you convert. Right. 
Do, do you mind if I put show notes and actually put a link to Lead Docket so that people listening to this, they can go right there? I'd like to be able to do that to offer them that resource to be able to look at it. That's fine. But, but, but you know, I didn't get on here to, 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 to hawk my product. Or no, absolutely not. Serving. I mean, I, I, I really believe, in, and people know that I, you have to give more than you take. And this is about educating, you know, the people that are out there, you know, your lawyers that are listening to this. And if we can help them improve their practice, we've just contributed to society. Absolutely. Uh, it's our duty. It's our duty. I think it's our responsibility. And, and in this time right now, it's more of our responsibility than ever before. People are turning to, uh, we call them the gray hairs, you know, for advice. Uh, I, you know, I, we, we talked, right? We talked about that. I see those gray hairs on your chin. Uh, what we can tell people to do more of what not to do than what to do. Mm -hmm. You learn from your mistakes. That's true. You know, the adage that uh, you learn, you have to fail before you succeed is absolutely true. And, and, and I want to just go back to one other thing. You asked me, what do I do? Mm hmm probably have failed at more things than anybody you know. Uh, I try this, I try that, I try this. I can tell you what not to do more than what to do. And you have to understand, you know, that process, that thinking. I agree. I want to ask you one set of questions here is what we call the lightning round, right? And in the lightning round, I'm going to give you certain medias and I want you to tell me uh, what you think about those medias. Like, for example, I'll tell you Radio. What does Harlan think of radio? Radio, there's a time and a place for. Uh, radio is extremely effective. I mean, uh, you know, I have clients that use radio incredibly well going at the 3M uh, earplugs uh, because we can hone in on radio around uh, military bases and also environments where military have retired. So it's, it's a really great medium. It's a branding medium. Uh, the problem I have a little bit with radio is people that think that radio is cheaper than television. It isn't. It's the same uh, because you have to buy so much more of it. And exactly. it is not, not expensive. It's not inexpensive. Uh, again, there's a time and a place for it. I think radio is more of a branding mechanism right now. Uh, people that are driving and listening to radio, uh, what are they going to do? Pull over and call you? <laughs> uh, so, you know, it's, 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 uh, it's, it's, it's a little further down on my list. Television. Absolutely the backbone of advertising. I don't think there's any question. Television drives everything to your sites. People say that television is fragmented. It's not the same. Viewership is off. That's bullshit. Uh, oh, did I just say that? No, that's fine. <laughs> More people are watching the tube than ever before. However, you have to acknowledge that it's broken up. You know, you have, you have prime TV, you have you know, internet television, you have OTT. And so it's a very fragmented audience. But if you understand television, there's never been a better time to pinpoint your audience and buy your audience. You just have to do a lot more work and you have to really take a, a look at the whole, you know, mechanism. But uh, if you take a look at what Amazon is doing, what Hulu is doing, even Netflix, mm -hmm. uh, can't buy advertising on, there's never been stronger programming it's an entertainment medium. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's so powerful. You just have to understand how to master it and target it. Billboard advertising. Love it. Billboard uh, allows you to plant uh, a sign and say, I am here. That's what billboards do. 
I am here. I'm here in your community. Direct mail. Uh, are you talking about database direct mail or mm -hmm. going after accident cases? Let's just say database direct mail. Well, I think there's a time and a place for it. I think we're all into an electronic uh, frame of mind in, in sending, I believe, in doing database marketing, mm -hmm. you know, sending out a message on a template, you know, that's relevant, that's community service oriented, that's not lawyerish uh, on an every other week basis. The point of direct mail is keeping in touch with your people. So you can either do that by mail. And I do believe that, you know, when everybody's doing electronic, you know, a, a, a letter to somebody's house, uh, home, you know, you're in the home. Uh, but what direct mail is about is touch points. You cannot touch your clients enough uh, through direct mail. <laughs> There's still some attorneys that I've seen on yellow pages, phone books. I did a video uh, that's on my Facebook page, harlanschillinger.com, uh, on my Facebook page, in my bathrobe, and this was a true story. Uh, I picked up the yellow pages from my driveway, and it was kind of really thin. Yeah. Uh, I personally think it's a waste of money. People aren't using it. If you're going to use yellow pages, go to a, uh, you know, the in column, do a box ad, and uh, hope that somebody calls you. All right. Social media. I don't think there's any question. We spent most of our time here on social media. You know, have a plan. Get together with the smartest people you can find. Do your research and who to find. Understand social media. Read everything you can about it. I'm a huge fan of Gary V's, Gary Vandichuk. Uh, I think he's uh, he's educated me to no, no degree. But study it. Look at the gurus. PPC. Uh, I'm mixed about PPC. I, I like PPC. I think it's productive. I think it is not as productive as it has been. Uh, I think uh, we're going through a transition with PPC. Harlan, and with that, I want to thank you so much for being an incredible guest and look forward to a great friendship with you. And I'm sure this won't be the last time that we're together on this uh, conference or doing a, a podcast together. So uh, everyone, I, I just want to thank, uh, thank you guys so much for listening. And also thank you, Harlan, for your time. Harlan, please tell people exactly where they can find you or get more information on you. Well, I do have a website. It's harlanschillinger.com. It's just a one-page thing to, you know, that you know, gives you a little bit about me. Uh, you can just simply Google Harlan Schillinger on on Google, I think eight or 10, 15 pages will come up. Uh, or you can just call me. Uh, my phone number is on my, uh, on my website. I'm not saying this to drum up business. I'm saying this so I can share more with people. Uh, business, truthfully, I'm, I'm, I'm loaded right now. Uh, but, uh, you know, look, they can call you and you can put them in touch with me. Absolutely. Well, Harlan, I know you have a hard stop. Again, thank you for your time. And I want to thank our listeners for giving us their most valuable asset, which is the time that they have. Thank you to our sponsors, Craft Creative. And uh, this has been the AdCast. Thank you, Harlan. If you feel this podcast has been a help to you or could be a help to others, please don't forget to subscribe. You can listen to our podcast anywhere, iHeart, Spotify, Apple Music, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. And this episode is also going to be available on YouTube. To catch up on past episodes, go to heyimeric.com, or you can always text me at 843-483-1555. This podcast is brought to you by VIP Marketing and Advertising. 
You don't need a marketing agency. You do deserve very important placement. VIP Marketing and Advertising is a cutting-edge strategic digital, creative, media, and marketing partner that provides services for businesses of all sizes. To stay up to date on the latest marketing news, subscribe for email updates at veryimportantplacement.com.